This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly briefing, which will summarize publications from August 22nd through September 9th, 2022. In this week's episode, I'll discuss findings from six reports. The first five reports highlight the ongoing monkeypox outbreak, from sexual transmission among gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men, to strategies adopted to prevent monkeypox, to treatment for patients with monkeypox. I'll also discuss detection of vaccine-derived polioviruses in children with weakened immune systems. The first U.S. case of monkeypox during the current outbreak was confirmed on May 17, 2022. On August 4, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services declared the outbreak a public health emergency. To date, most reported monkeypox cases in the United States and globally have occurred among men who reported recent sexual or close intimate contact with another man. The first report describes results from an online survey about monkeypox conducted during August 2022 among gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men. The participants reported reducing behaviors associated with monkeypox exposure because of the outbreak. Among those answering questions about changes in behavior, 48% reduced their number of sex partners, 50% reduced their one-time sexual encounters, and 50% reduced sex with partners they met on dating apps or at sex venues. The survey also asked about monkeypox vaccination. The percentage of participants who reported receiving at least one dose of the monkeypox vaccine was highest among Hispanic or Latino respondents and lowest among Black or African American respondents. Participants in urban areas had higher rates of vaccination than people in rural areas. CDC authors of the second report simulated models of sexual networks among gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men. They found that one-time sex partners played the largest role in the spread of monkeypox during the current outbreak, followed by casual sex partners, and finally, long-term sex partners. This modeling study found that decreasing one-time encounters would not only reduce the percentage of people who got monkeypox, but also slow spread in the population. Survey data described in the first report indicate that gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men already have taken steps to protect themselves and their partners from monkeypox by changing their behavior. Taking steps to protect yourself and your partners from monkeypox can help lower your chance of getting monkeypox and can help slow its spread. If combined with additional prevention measures like vaccination or a shorter time from when people develop symptoms until they seek testing and treatment, this impact would be even higher. The third report details HIV and sexually transmitted infections among people with monkeypox. High prevalences of HIV and other sexually transmitted infections, or STIs, have been reported in the current global monkeypox outbreak. CDC and eight health departments collaborated to link monkeypox surveillance data with HIV and STI surveillance data. They assessed the number of people in the United States with monkeypox who also had an HIV infection or were diagnosed with another STI in the previous year. They found people with monkeypox had higher than expected rates of HIV and STIs. Additionally, 
Among people with monkeypox, hospitalization was more common among people with HIV than people without HIV. This report highlights the importance of leveraging systems for delivering HIV and SDI care, prevention, and prioritizing people with HIV infection and STIs for monkeypox vaccination. HIV and STI testing should be routinely offered to people evaluated for monkeypox with linkage to HIV care or HIV pre-exposure prophylaxis as appropriate. The fourth report highlights the use of ticoviramat, also known as TPOX, for the treatment of monkeypox in the United States. Currently, there are no FDA-approved treatments for monkeypox. Ticoviramat, however, is an antiviral drug that has demonstrated efficacy and is FDA-approved for smallpox. Interim CDC guidance recommends ticoviramat to treat patients with monkeypox, specifically those with severe infection, at high risk of severe infection, or with lesions in areas at risk for serious complications. To describe the characteristics of people treated with ticoviramat, data abstracted from available ticoviramat treatment forms were analyzed. Treatment forms revealed that those who took ticoviramat tolerated the treatment well. Few reported adverse events, and most of these were not serious. Many patients were prescribed ticoviramat for lesions in anatomic areas that might result in serious complications and nearly all received ticoviramat as outpatients, suggesting that severe disease was uncommon. These data support the continued access to and treatment with ticoviramat for patients with monkeypox as recommended. Clinical trials and additional studies are needed to better understand the safety and efficacy of ticoviramat. The fifth report looks at monkeypox testing challenges in low-risk populations. Since May 2022, approximately 20,000 cases of monkeypox have been identified in the United States. PCR assays are the primary tool for diagnosing monkeypox. These tests are extremely sensitive and specific, making them highly accurate at detecting infections. However, these tests can occasionally have incorrect positive test results, also known as false positives. This is particularly true when they are used in a population at low risk for having monkeypox. This report describes three patients who tested positive for monkeypox despite having no known risk factors, exposures, or typical monkeypox rashes. None of the patients were gay, bisexual, or other men who have sex with men, which has been the group most affected by the current outbreak. Additionally, None of the patients had any known exposures to someone with monkeypox. Finally, the patient's rashes were not consistent with the type of rash that has typically been seen in monkeypox patients in the U.S. outbreak. Follow-up testing showed that these three patients did not have monkeypox. To avoid an incorrect monkeypox diagnosis, Clinicians and laboratory professionals should interpret positive test results with caution among people without known risk factors, possible exposures, or signs or symptoms inconsistent with monkeypox. This includes exploring other possible causes of illness, such as hand, foot, and mouth disease, reviewing the patient's course of illness, including photos of the rash, and consulting with CDC on complex cases.
In summary, it's important for federal, state, and local public health programs to deliver non-stigmatizing messages to the communities of gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men about how to lower their chances of getting monkeypox. It's important to maximize equitable access to monkeypox vaccines among communities experiencing disproportionate rates of infection. HIV and STI testing should be routinely offered to people evaluated for monkeypox with linkages to HIV care or HIV pre-exposure prophylaxis as appropriate. Per CDC interim guidance, patients diagnosed with monkeypox should have access to and treatment with ticoviramat as recommended. Finally, to avoid an incorrect monkeypox diagnosis, clinicians and laboratory professionals should interpret positive test results with caution among people with no known risk factors or symptoms inconsistent with monkeypox. The sixth report looks at detection of vaccine-derived polioviruses in children with weakened immune systems. Oral poliovirus vaccine used in some parts of the world outside of the United States, is highly effective in the global effort to eradicate polio, but can lead to vaccine-derived poliovirus[s] in under-vaccinated communities and in people with weakened immune systems. Early identification of vaccine-derived poliovirus[s] is important because they can jeopardize polio eradication efforts. In 2022, China piloted a surveillance program to detect vaccine-derived poliovirus in stool specimens from children with a newly diagnosed primary immunodeficiency disorder. They detected one such infection. Children with primary immunodeficiency disorder are affected by a range of inherited disorders that result in developmental defects or dysfunction of the immune system. Live vaccines are usually not recommended in children with these disorders because live vaccines can cause disease. Integrated surveillance to detect acute flaccid paralysis, polioviruses in wastewater, and vaccine-derived polioviruses in children with weakened immune systems is critical to detecting and containing all polioviruses and achieving the goal of global polio eradication. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. To stay up to date on the latest MMWR reports, go to cdc.gov MMWR and subscribe for free to have MMWR delivered to your inbox. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.